Jill. Hi, Ryan. Jill, I was just doing the dishes. That's why I missed your text. And I'm watching season five of Drag Race. And guest judge this week is um, singer Aubrey O'Day. Singer. Who we have a storied history with. And she was such a bitch to all of them so far. And I'm like, oh, what a time when Aubrey O'Day was a guest judge on a VH1 show. And why is she being like that? Like, She's like, they're d- each queen is making their own fragrance and then filming a commercial. That's like the challenge this week. So Michelle Visage is like watching them and giving them direction. And Aubrey's there too. And she's giving them so many critiques. And I'm like, because you're an actress with the perfume? Like, yes, the showstopper video was phenomenal, but... All those videos were. Yeah. And then I had another thing that just happened that I wanted to tell you. That was the first one. I don't know. Probably that I just farted. Okay. Okay. So should we get into the Super Bowl? I guess we should. Let's, Let's discuss it. All right, set the scene. Where were you, Ryan, watching the Super Bowl? I was home, at my home. I was going to go to my sister Caitlin's house, but then I was tired and my house is really dirty and I was like, I really need to sweep and like mop the floor, which aka Swiffer Wet Jacks, I don't own a mop. So I was like, I'm just going to stay home. And then I ordered an Applebee's Classic Combo. I did see that. Their appetizer sampler to my home. Talk about farts. <laughs> um... And yeah, I didn't. I watched most of it, and then I took Clark out, and then I wanted the Niners to win. I took Clark out for like twenty minutes. I came in and I checked the score, and the Niners were winning. Before I left, they were. Why losing. did you want the Niners to win? Because I like them. I like Jimmy G. I like Sam Darnold. I like San Francisco. Blake from Workaholics is a big fan, and I want Blake to be happy. The Chiefs have won many times. I think Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are annoying. And I wanted the underdog, so to speak, even though they're not that under, to win. Okay. Because I'm a hater. Right. Um, so anyway, then it went into overtime and I was like, overtime. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to bed. I texted our family group chat, said, text me who wins. I laid in bed and read my Hey There Delilah book, which is taking me forever to finish. And you texted Chiefs Rye. <laughs> I said, thanks. Got it. <laughs> Where was your scene? I was at home as well because we had discussed it in our family that we'd like to be together, but the kids like go to bed an hour into the yeah you guys ruin yeah it. the show so like what's the point? So yes, I was at home with my husband and child, and um, I we were watching all the beginning, but then you know, dinner time, bedtime, bath time, kind of took. What'd you have for dinner? Oh, you had Cuban sandwiches. We had Cuban. We yeah. We didn't eat until after she went to bed. I forget what she had, but I think she had grilled cheese. Um, nice. Not stupid. Not stupid. So um, I was a little taken out of it, and I was just, like, annoyed because I was, like, missing all the commercials and, like, missing all the game. And when I came back, I was like, oh, God, I'm not paying attention. Commercials. Yeah. So I only watched – I mean, like, once she went to bed, which was, like, eight, yeah. I watched, and I watched all the – you know, till overtime. But you didn't, like, go back and rewind anything, No, right? no, no. Okay. What is Roy Hudson? Okay. So, as aforementioned, I didn't see a lot of the commercials live. I did see some. I did not see this commercial live. The Budweiser commercial with the Clydesdale and the Golden Retriever or Labrador Retriever. I didn't see this commercial. I don't know anything about it. But every member of the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, Kate Hudson family posted Instagrams about how that is their dog. 
And shut so, up. It's a puppy. Uh, he's a little old. I didn't see the commercial. He's maybe like four or five. I don't know his exact age, but that is their dog. They're watching together with the dog. You are my same height. They were so excited. They were cheering. They were so happy for Roy, their dog. And Kurt Russell said, "Oh, Roy is the dog. Roy is the dog's name." And but who actually owns it? Like Kurt and Goldie? Kate? I don't know why. Pro- like who owns? It? Maybe Kurt and Goldie because Kurt. Whose child is this? Kurt was like, everyone here has been in so many movies and no one's seen. No, no, you know he had the most views out of everyone else and all combined. Yeah. I wonder how they, I mean, Nepo baby, how did they cast your dog for that commercial? <laughs> this like, is because your dog has to be well treated. This is uh, ultimate Nepo baby. Um, I don't know. I didn't do my research. I don't know if this is a dog they adopted from like a movie set, if it was a trained dog, or if it's just their dog that is a good dog. And I don't know. But I, I was like, this is, this is famous. That's funny. That's so weird. Yeah. So I'll. Yeah, I have so many follow up. I'll I'll send you the video or go find the video. Kate Hudson on Instagram. It. I was like, oh god, okay. this is very funny. Interesting. I had I had no idea what Roy Hudson was. I thought it was like a comedian or something. What um, other commercials really spoke to you? The only one I saw that I was kind of like I enjoyed this because I like the people in it. It was Mountain Dew Baja Blast featuring Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman. Oh, I didn't see that. And the whole joke. The whole joke was that Aubrey Plaza can have a blast anywhere because she's so like bubbly and happy, which because she's not. And at the end, her and Nick Offerman are riding on dragons next to each other. So I was like, that's fun. As I told our friend group, the only commercial that I was like, you know what, this makes me want to purchase this product or repurchase this product is they used to have Nerds Rope. They still do. But I mean, like that was introduced after. That was like the only thing Ryan would get at the movie theater. Yeah. And at Eggers. I love Nerds Rope. And then now they have like Nerds Rope clusters, basically. So they're like little clusters with the nerds on the outside. And then the inside is like the rope material. I've had them before. And I was like, I'd like to have those again. And that commercial made me like want to do it. But I'm old now. It hurts my gums too much. So I probably can't. So you didn't run out and purchase them. Yeah, I'm try- I mean, t- I mean, obviously the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I, I appreciated that they got Matt and Jen in on the action. Mm-hmm. And Jack Harlow, right? In fact, and Tom Brady. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention him. <laughs> and then I thought it was funny that Vince Vaughn was in the betting commercial because it was like swingers. Right. But yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, obviously a lot of Timu commercials, which was fucking weird. I know. That's so. I don't think they, how do they have money? Like they're pretty new, I thought. I don't, or maybe I just. They're, we they're not that new. Maybe like a year or two. I mean, in my life, they've been around for like two years. A lot of people in my building get packages from them. I think it's like it's like the cheaper version of Shein. Like it's so cheap. No, it's like Amazon. Not yeah, Shein. that's true. Anyway, um, do you want to talk about the Wicked trailer? Yes. My first question was: <laughs> We saw Wicked on Broadway, the musical, when I was like twelve and you were fourteen. Something. Yeah. Like have that? you? We only seen it once. I think so. Okay. Unless you saw it with uh, like a culture day. Yeah, I don't remember. I feel like I've seen it maybe more than once. Anyway. The, for those who don't know, the plot of Wicked is that Glinda the Good Witch and Elphaba the the Bad Witch, or you know the Wicked Witch, the prequel the, to the Wizard of Oz, West because the East dies or whatever, that they go to school together. I'm like, are they trying to make me believe that Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo are the same age? That's what kept you know what me they off. might like, be. Are they supposed to be? Classy? Did you look it up? No, I meant to, but I'm like, because Cynthia to me looks. Not old. She's like my age. Yes, Cynthia's my yeah. age. Yeah, your age. And 37. Like, 
And Granny's probably like 29, 28. 30. Yeah. So I'm like, they're supposed to be the same age. And maybe they're not. Maybe in the, well, maybe it's boarding school and one's like, yeah, years older. maybe, maybe Alphabet got left back because, you know. And I meant to Google if Adina and Chenoweth are close in age because, you know, they were the original originators of these roles on Broadway. So I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, so that's what I was so distracted by. Adina Menzel is 52. Yeah. Like, is Bowen supposed to be, like, a school kid? How old's Bowen? Bowen's mine. Christian Chenner with his 55. Okay, so close, they're, what, three years apart in age? Fine. They could go to high school together. And I guess when they started that on Broadway, they were, like, in their 20s or 30s, probably. So they weren't actually school kids' ages. But this is a movie. Like, I don't know. It's a movie, right? It took me out of it, though. I was like... It t- that took you out of it? Not that they're witches and flag monkeys? and No. I'm like, this is a school, and they should be school age. And, although, well, maybe you go to wizard school when you're, like, 40. I think I'm on record against this movie. We don't need it, and we don't need it to be two parts. I, and p- people, if you don't know, the trailer wasn't um, revealing that, that this is only part one of a two-part Wicked movies. Um. I think it'll be like the musical, like it'll end at the at the first act. Intermission. Yeah. Um, so we don't need this. We don't need this. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. I mean, and John Chu has it doesn't really steer me wrong. Never say never, crazy rich Asians. Oh, he's directing. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I might be eating my words. I mean, I probably I mean you called me once at a bar and said, Rye, I'm a believer after seeing Never Say Never. So it could happen again. I mean, that was a pivotal moment in my life, yes. I was at Burrito Bar. I was in Cambridge. But I saw the movie on the South Shore with Slide and Courtney. Um What was I going to say? So you're gonna go see it? I don't know. I think it's going to be stupid. But it Thanksgiving day. it looks cool. So it does look my other thing is like I get why Ariana had to have the blonde hair for it because it's Glinda, but like it looks so bad with her eyebrows and her complexion. And I feel like lately her makeup, she's done like no eyeliner, so she just gets like washed out and lost in her face. And like there all these people on Instagram now, it's like, what are your colors? And like you're you know, are you cool? Are you warm? And like it just I don't like it. Well, maybe does she usually have dark eyebrows? I- Maybe well, she's usually brunette. Yeah, or like so maybe she has like nutty. blonde eyebrows for this because she's Glinda. Yeah, I know, but like there's stuff you can do to combat that. Oh, can you please tell me? <laughs> Fill in your I'm eyebrows. Kidding, I'm kidding. Wear eyeliner. Like she looks like she her eyes look like lost in her face. Um, I know I'm an expert. She has a makeup company. Like figure it out. It was a surprise. I wasn't expecting to see the trailer, and we saw uh, dear Jonathan Bailey, who we love. This is what I wanted to say to you. Please say it to me. For those who don't know, Jillian and I are big fans of the film The Last Five Years, which was also based on a Broadway musical. And Jeremy Jordan is the the male protagonist in it. And Anna Kendrick is the female protagonist. Yes. Jonathan Bailey auditioned for that. I don't oh. know if it was like on the West End or the movie, but there's a video on YouTube of him singing one of Jeremy Jordan's which songs one? in it. I don't remember off the top of my head. And it's not very good. Oh, no. It's not, like, terrible, but it's not, like... Well, who, he's playing Fierro? There's not that many songs. Maybe two? Oh, Joey McIntyre really gave it he to did. us. He did. 
that's what my worry is just that he won't be, you know, good at singing. But maybe, yeah, I guess auto tune, it's a, especially, you know, we got Arivo and Grande can sing, you know. Yeah. Say what you will about it. What her. did you think of that Defying Gravity high note with Arivo? Yeah. It's not in Tina. I know, but it's like, it's like she's making her own mark. It's still obviously impressive. We oh, could, could never hit that could note. Could never hit that note, but. And then, but yeah, it's not the, uh, that we all know and love. Yeah. So I, I get it, but I also, yeah, it made me a little sad, but it's, you know, I get it. It's for not our generation, I guess. Yeah. What? Has Cynthia been in films before? She has. Like, I mainly know her from the stage. Yeah. Um, she was in Harriet. I feel like we just talked about this. Uh, she, What's Harriet? About Harriet Tubman. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe we did. Yeah. Um, she's been in a good amount of things. I just am uh, losing it now. Okay, well, anything else to say? Bowen? I didn't think he was in it at first, and neither did Sly and Noonan, and then I found him, and I screenshotted it and sent it to you guys. Well, he found himself. Yeah. <laughs> and those crazy, funky glasses. How is it of Oz? I wonder if he had his real prescription. In the Emerald City. Now I'm going to like want to sing the songs. Eh. All right, what about the Beyonce commercial? Okay, so I... um Yeah. Did not see the Beyonce commercial. I'm going back to the set. Wait, sorry, go ahead. I did not see the Beyonce Verizon commercial. But while I was doing bedtime, bathtime, whatever, I was on my phone and on Instagram. I saw that she announced an album. So I like texted you all. I was like, oh my God, she announced an album. And they're like, oh no, I was, that movie was Taylor last week. Anyway. So the Beyonce Verizon ad is basically her announcing that she's coming out with a country album. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah. Good. Okay. Whatever. Did you- I'm just so sick of Taylor Swift that I'm like, great, let's go Beyonce music. I listened a little bit to the Texas. I like that it's Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Get it? Because, you know, poker and she's from Texas. And again, it's like if someone's going to do a Southern inspired album, she's from the South. Unlike some people who are from Pennsylvania and pretend they're from the South. So do you, do you think the country... Um, Community. community is upset with this or will be upset with this i think there are folks in the country community who are super racist that maybe will be because beyonce is black but i think i don't know and i don't know if she's like oh i want to go headline the cma right like and win a country grammy i think she so that's i don't think i didn't take it if like, she's coming for all their awards and their billboard charts I took it as like, it's going to be country pop. It's Beyonce. It's going to be on top 40. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's not going to only be played on 1017 The Bull. I don't even, and I mean, listening to the song a little bit, the commercial, I didn't think like, oh, this is so country. No, but it's twang. Yeah. You know, I think there'll be some pop. Girls. It's leaning. I guess I have to listen. I, to be fair, there are two songs, I think. And I really haven't like sat and, you know, sat with Oh, them. I only listened to Texas Hold'em. So why? What are your thoughts? Um, I'm happy for her. Mm-hmm. If if she is like, I want to conquer another genre. Good for you. Um, did the, did it say or she say that the whole album's going to be country though, and that you look country in it? I don't know. She does look country in it. 
that's the other thing. I don't know that she. I think is, it is. Like, I don't know. But it's like when Formation came out, like that was a kind of t- a different sound for her. And obviously it had a lot of references to her southern roots in it and stuff. But then the rest of the album didn't sound exactly like yeah. that. You know what I mean? There's lead singles and then there's an album. I'm sure it'll be good. And I'm sure, I mean, I know the world's going to go crazy for it because they go crazy for whatever Beyonce does. Yeah. So, Also, I feel like part of me is like, oh, you did it in a Verizon commercial. Like, is that not cool? Because Beyonce's so cool, although Rihanna's the coolest. But I can't fault her for getting that bag. So who fucking cares? That's what they were talking about in Jam Session, that like Beyonce doesn't do this. Like for the past five, six years, like you, you haven't even heard her speak in the past five or six years. Like I know. That's what I felt like she's been gone, even though she just right. like, like had the movie. So away. for her to like come and do a commercial where she speaks a lot and to do it with Verizon is a little weird. But again, it's like, she could have announced it on Instagram or like whatever at midnight or whatever, you know, however she wanted to. Like, why not get paid? You know? Right. That's what I was like, man, whatever. If Verizon says we'll pay, I wonder if they came to her. Like, I don't know how that yeah. works. Like, but then I was like getting worried that it would be like, oh, only Verizon customers get this. Like, or like, you know. I mean, they really sit on title first, but it's on Spotify. Yeah. Another thing about Beyonce at the Super Bowl, she was not at the Super Bowl, but her husband, Jay-Z. I thought she was. I saw a picture of her. Oh, um, okay. Well. They were showing people in the boots on the, on. Oh, yeah. Maybe I saw like Ed Scrippers. I'm thinking mainly on the field. So Jay-Z was on the field with Blue Ivy. And then yeah. Rumi, who we never see. Oh, I didn't even yes. see that. Yes. Photo. We never see those two other children, Rumi and Sir. Yeah, I was like, was the third one? No. And I was like, wow. And, and they're adults. Well, she was um, older. I mean, she's not. I mean, they're younger than Blue Ivy. Yeah. Yeah, they're not adults. But Rumi Carter, she was there. And I was like, oh, coming out. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously, it's their choice to whatever they want to do for their children and their privacy. But because Blue's been like in yes, the movie yes. and like around, it's like you obviously remember that Beyonce and Jay-Z are parents, but you forget that there's more than one kid, <laughs> you know, sometimes. I know. And I feel like obviously the announcement of the the twins after Blue was big because she did like that post in the flowers and her belly. But like a- after she had the babies, we like we didn't really hear anything about these two children. It's been more about Blue, so... I was like, oh, oh. Do you think because she saw um, Seth Meyers and Cecily Strong do a Verizon um, commercial, she was like, oh, this is cool. Yes, exactly. Because my thing, Joe, once we're rich and famous in this podcast and people approach us for brand deals, it's like, obviously you want to make money on the thing you're doing, but now it's like you got to do a lot of research into the company and see if they're ethical or not. I mean, most companies aren't, but like, you know what I mean? Like, are they doing something fucking heinous that you don't want to support? But then like, how deep do you go into reading about yeah. that's what they talked about on jam session they were like well verizon's not really problematic they're not hated they're like a pretty like reliable brand no. i mean i hated them the other day <laughs> when my phone stopped working and i had to drive all around and then i had to go to their store and then just use their phone to call verizon on the phone i'm like you're verizon fucking help me <laughs> but like man who helped me matthaos it was his 24th birthday on friday oh my goodness and he, was, he wasn't gonna go to roller world but he thinks he was just going to have a chill night at home and paint. And uh, he's an Aquarius, as are you. And uh, he asked me what my phone background was. And it's May Martin and Brett Goldstein hugging. And I was like, don't worry. About <laughs> <it."> <laughs> I was like, it's just two comedians I like hugging. Like, 
and he I, he was like, well, who? I was like, well, that's like Roy Kemp from Ted Lasso, and he was like, didn't. Yeah. I was like, fix my phone. <laughs> we were on hold, but like Verizon customer support. Anyway. Twenty four. What a baby. I was like, I only got my phone fixed because I flirted with the Verizon guy. <laughs> Fucking stupid. But that I feel like everything's problematic now. I'm like, Verizon's probably dumping millions of pollution and shit into the sure, ocean. Like, sure. You know? So who would you reject from doing a, a brand collab with Good Not Great? I'm, oh, we didn't even put Gary on the rundown. Oh, my goodness. We met Gary. Um, I, I don't want to name any names because what if they come to us and with you know millions of dollars i mean i could tell i'm no goya no home depot no new balance no chick-fil-a no chick-fil-a yeah just just some to think about no Shein. unless the price is right all right you want to talk about usher 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 sure um usher was the super bowl halftime show what'd you think he was at first i was a little underwhelmed you know, he came, I, and I said this in the group, I couldn't really hear him well. The audio like, was not had, good. Yeah. He had what we call like a Britney Madonna mic and sinks. You can like dance. And, and he was doing a lot of dancing and not a ton of singing. So part of me was like, oh, can he not sing as well as he used to? Like he's older, blah, blah, blah. But obviously he's always going to be a great dancer. And it just made me think of when we were younger and he was like getting big, how people used to compare him to Michael Jackson. The dancing was so Michael Jackson, the choreography. I was like, this is. That's always been his thing. And it reminded people always used to say that, like, maybe not he's going to be the next Michael in like vocal ability, but like as far as like showmanship dancing, like, and then people said that about CB when Run It came out and stuff. Chris Brown. Um. So first, yeah, I was like kind of underwhelmed, but then I was like, whatever. Again, we were like, we're just like the songs. We're happy to be here. I, I said, I think Love in This Club is one of my top 10 favorite songs of all time. Um, and then the roller skates came out. They weren't blades. They were skates. I've been corrected. Yes. And I was just like, at first it was just the dance, but I was like, this is cool. I like this. They're doing something to make it different and like dance. And then he was on the roller skates. Right. And I was like, Ursher, you're on the roller skates. Notice how I skipped right over Alicia Keys. And I was just, and then I was like into it. And then, you know, I was like, well, I am little John Luda. I mean, when turned down for what came on, I just, that, that was the moment. I know. Exactly. That's when it all changed. That's when it all changed. I was like. It still wasn't like, oh my God, this is the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. And I have some thoughts about how it could be more of a spectacle in the future. And that's why I think Gaga did it right. Um. But those are some of my initial thoughts. And I have no reason to. She looked great. She's very talented. Alicia but I Keys. don't like Alicia Keys. So when she came out, I was like, well, oh, it just, I appreciate that he had a, a woman and not just dude. I liked everyone who came out, but they yeah. did not get enough time at all. Like, especially Will I And am. like, yeah, Jermaine Dupri. I was like, was that even him? He had a hat. They were there for like two seconds. Right. And like, Luda, I was so happy to see Luda. Luda. He looked great. His skin looked great. He looks great with that hair. Luda unproblematic. I, he's in State Farm commercials. Like, trusted brand. Ludicrous. Love him. Uh, but uh, they just didn't get enough time. And like, obviously, Usher is the show. But like, it was like literally two seconds with each of them. It was like, up, oh, they're on. Up, oh, they're off. Like, Yeah. But yeah, at the beginning, I didn't like the dancing, the choreography was so Michael Jackson. I didn't like how all the backup dancers had different outfits on. I was like, this is too confusing. And they were all like, oh, I guess like this is what you'd see in Vegas, like showgirls and like suits. 
Right. You know, and these are like the people. He but I didn't like. I felt like they weren't ready. I'm sure they prepared like him and his right. team and whatever. But I just felt like it was kind of like thrust out there. Like they needed one more tech rehearsal. So, yeah, like. when they were on the field, I didn't like that. But when they came up to the stage, it all it came together more. It looked like a double ended penis. Oh, that's what the stage I, looked like when they would. Zoom I didn't out. think about that. Sorry. Be cool if they had like a really good drummer come out like Travis Barker. But are we just always going to have Travis Barker come out whenever we need a drummer? No, I, I like him. I'm saying it didn't okay. have to be him. It could have been you know Tommy Lee or the dude from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, Ringo Starr. Just doing something like, you know, Usher sings and then it's like, no, 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 no. You know, I don't no. know. But yeah. It wasn't. A lot. I mean, although you can't play live instruments at the Super Bowl, so that'd be a waste. Right. I mean, you can, but it's like not. All the drummers that usually play like a Coldplay or a Justin Timberlake's guy or whatever, it's like they're not, re- they're like covered right, and right, they right. don't actually make noise. And like the basses aren't plugged in. Like I hope hers guitar was plugged in. Or so I thought it was good. I was, I was happy at the end and it really got me, you know, I, but again, like you have previously mentioned that you don't like on tour when bands are on tour playing like two seconds yeah. of their song and like a montage. And that's kind of what yeah. Usher did. But your argument was like, I didn't pay to see him. This isn't like a tour stop. Right. It's the Super Bowl halftime show. It's not an hour long. I know. But in other Super Bowl halftime shows, they play more of the songs. Like, Well, that's the decision you have to make. It's like, do you play like. More? Yeah. Like quantity over quality. Your most favorite songs. Do you play a lot of two of your most famous songs or do you, you know. Maybe they should give them more. I don't know how that works. Like, can they only give them a certain amount of time? Like, obviously, it can't be like 35 Well, minutes, didn't they say know? Usher had the most time of anyone this year? Like, Really? Because it didn't, it seem, didn't like, seem like I that. I feel like Rihanna had more time. Yeah. But maybe she just sang the songs a little bit longer and transitioned them better. So that's why it feels like... she Did she ever have... She didn't have anyone come out, right? It was just her? Yeah, just her. Do you think Biebs was ever even asked to come out or that was all just a... I bet they approached him early on the process and he was just like, no. I'm not performing. But that's not really like Usher's song. Like, that's a Bieber song that Usher did a remix on for, you know. That's fine. But Usher was pretty instrumental in bringing Bieber to our world. Yes, of course. Yeah. My World 2.0, if you will. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure his team was asked and they said no. Yeah. Which is. And I've said this to you and our friends and to Aaron and Jen in our text. Like, I don't know why, but this performance in particular, it just made me go back and realize, and I haven't even watched it, just like from my memory, how good Lady Gaga's was. Because I, I used to be kind of a Gaga hater. Yeah. Oh, shocked. I'm a hater. But now, and same with Rihanna, but now I really like them both. And like, I have no beef. Although Gaga is someone like, I never really got into her music that much. So people will be like, what's your favorite album? What's your favorite song? Expecting me to have one because I understand. And I'm like, I don't really have one. Cherry, cherry, boom, boom. Like whatever Caitlin would listen yeah. to because she likes Gaga. Yeah. Um, but like she jumped off the thing and the outfits. And it does. I feel like it should just be a big spectacle. And like you're at a circus and just like really cool and fun. And it's hard to keep doing that. But like, not so much. Thing. Like you don't need so much around you. Like Usher had like a lot around him. Gaga did it I, as far as I remember. Like I don't think so. Like that's the thing. I, I just, you know, obviously I just always want to get back to and sing Britney and Aerosmith. Like let's be real. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and Bruno always does a good show and like Beyonce came out and stuff. But like, yeah, we just need people who are like fucking really good performers and know their strengths and like what works on tour for them and like make it a because like Usher to me was like, mid i guess i would say but i liked it i don't yeah. know yeah 
I just think back to that Justin Timberlake one in Maroon 5 and how that boring so and horrible boring. those yeah. were. I'm like, those weren't like spectacles. Those were, I want it to be theater. Yeah. I want Cynthia Revo to jump down from the ceiling and sing, ah. Sing Defying you know, Gravity. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, like next year, say they have like U2 in the sphere. Like it'll be good. It'll be U2 music, but I don't, you know, it'll just be them standing there fake playing their instruments. I don't think we'll be doing that, the sphere. It'll be, it'll be Ice Spice next No, year. I don't think so. No, it'll be Taylor Swift. It'll be Dula Peep. Um, I was happy by the end, but yeah. Do you know what's going on with this Wendy Williams? Stuff? No, what's going on with Wendy Williams? I I think she was like gone for a while, and there was this like trend of like hashtag where's Wendy Williams, and Renee Rapp was like asking people on interviews and stuff. And now I think they're coming out, or it came out already, like a documentary called like Where's Wendy Williams, and talks about like what she's been oh, doing. God. Well, I know but she's I been know. sick. That's... With what? I don't know. That's why I, I wanted to know if you had like heard anything. Maybe that's what it is. And like, it's her talk about her thing. I texted this to Jill today, but one of my loves, Adam Devine, thought he might have stiff person syndrome, like Celine Dion, which I made fun of last week. And he was talking about how serious it is and how horrible. And then I felt bad, but he doesn't have it. But two doctors thought he did and they did. So what it. does he have? He doesn't know. He has what I have where it, it just hurts <laughs> all the time. You can never work out again and your life sucks. I mean, she has Graves' that, disease. That sounds familiar. Anyway, all right. Anything else about the Super Bowl? I was thinking about Mom always likes if the game is a good game. So right. it's like if she doesn't have skin in the game and it's not like one of our teams, or even if it is, she wants it to be like exciting, a good game, not just like a steamroll. And this obviously was. There was a lot of back and forth in the second goals. half. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but what pisses me off about just like, and I would be the same way, I'm sure, but athletes in general, it's like, say you're the Chiefs and you win. You're like, we won. Let's go. We're the best. I'm going to be like, you barely won. Like, what it, I, it doesn't matter. Like, are they going out like, we dominated this shit? Cause like, no, you didn't. Like, I don't know. It just, it makes me sad that the Niners lost by like, what, one point or whatever it ended up being? I, I don't know. But like, Again, it, even know. if you win by one point, you win. Like, but it's like by chance. No, it's not by chance. It's the game. So if you lose it, you lose by chance. Like so people shouldn't even play because it's I just I think if you dominate, you can go around and be like, we dominated, fuck y'all. But like how many points do you have to win to be dominate? Four. Four. No, I don't know. Just I'm just joking. I'm just saying in this case in this example, you know what I mean? I think that a win's a win and yeah. i just personally don't like when teams win like multiple times in a short period these are back to back but you were rooting for the Chiefs. no I, I wasn't rooting for anyone oh i no. i was like getting get mad at me when i was like i don't want them to i know i wasn't taylor swift's boyfriend's team no i don't wait so they did they win last yeah against the eagles mm, i don't remember but maybe I think so. All right. So that's a wrap on ever talking about Taylor Swift ever again, right? We're done. Didn't even bring her up. All I want to say is Blake Lively's hair looked great. It did look great. Yeah. And I, I like her. Um, what I, Jill, when it comes to um, buying gifts for people, because you know how you're the nicest friend. The nicest. So you'll like send someone a card or you maybe like send them something or buy them a gift and like, the, you know, not asking for anything in return. But- and I'm asking you this because this is how I think about it. And I'm not, I'm not 
prejudging you. Do you do that because everything in life is a competition and you want to be like, I gave the gift or because like gift giving is your love like like when you give Colin a gift? Are you like, yeah, I'm going to get him the better gift or I'm going to get him a good gift? No. When I give, I I do think. When I give and I give and I I do think about gifts and I try to be thoughtful about gifts and I am a psycho. Like if I hear someone say something, like I'll write it on my notes, even if like there's a. Well, that's how Caitlin taught us. Yeah. Because she's a very. She's a gift gift giver. But like, yeah. So if like I hear if someone say something and then like a year later it's her birthday, I'm like, oh, I remember that thing that I have written down. Um, no, it's more of like, A, it's like a checklist for me. I'm a very organized and meticulous yeah. person. So if I see someone has a birthday coming up, well, I got to get a card, maybe I get a gift, make sure it's out by this day, yada, yada. Uh, but why does that, what does that do for you? Like, does it make you happy when they get it and they, they read it? Do you just like telling people you like that you like I them? I think I just like telling people I like that I like them and, you know, okay. making them Note like noting that their birthday or something important in their yeah. lives is going on, just like to note but it. But it doesn't do anything for you. Like I'm good because I did this. I'm the best. no. It's like Phoebe and Joey, unselfish, selfish. Right. Dude, you know. No, that's I don't know. I was like, I'm the nicest friend for many thing. other reasons. Yeah. Oh wait, having issues with our server. I mean, so I've been the nicest friend lately, a little bit, and I'm like, ugh, I don't like. Who have you been the nicest friend to? I'll tell you later. Oof. No, I'm just kidding. Do you want to talk about Gary? Yeah. You you set the scene for our- Um. So last week, last Thursday, Ryan, my mother, and myself went into Boston, and we went to see Gary Janetti have a show. How would we, like- a- Explain to the folks at home who Gary Janetti is. Gary Janetti is a writer. He's from Queens, New York. He wrote and still writes for the show Family Guy. I don't know if he still does, but yeah, he's a he's a television. He wrote writer. for Will and Grace. He um, wrote and created the show The Prince, the animated show about Prince George on HBO. He yeah. has written two books, and he. I've only read one. I've I've, the, I've read them both. Should I read this? Yeah, and he is married to Brad Goreski, who is a Hollywood stylist, and we love them. We both. love them both. They both. I have such love. For Very people. active on social media. And their um, trips that they would take on social media led to a deal with HBO to do a um, travel show. But then there was this thing called Pandemic. So it got canceled. And Well, they started filming it. They never put it out. Gary, Gary said at the show the night that they had two trips and they filmed it. But then they had to stop. And then HBO was like, all right, we're not going to pick this up again. We've lost steam. Yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. But I would like to know. Anyway, so he has been doing talks around the country yeah it's like a tour it's almost like a book tour but he didn't have a book come out recently and it's called like an evening ish i think with gary Janetti. yeah so he read maybe he just needs some money i don't know he's bored he i'm gonna get a sprite but keep talking he read three essay stories from his books then he has a thing where when he travels not even when he travels when he's at home he is obsessed with blueberry muffins and he talks about how blueberry muffins are made, the ratio of like bread to blueberry. He always takes videos of like cutting into a blueberry. And once you followed him long enough, this is sick. You know, like, oh, that Gary's going to like this muffin or Gary's not going to like this muffin. But is that like more recent? Because he used to do a bunch of stuff. It wasn't just blueberries. There were pies. There was banana bread. And, like, and his, know, there's the, the his Starbucks order is like very important. Yeah. Like 
the Gary, like, and he, wherever he would go in the world, he'd be like, oh, you know, they don't have this or they don't have that or they did this well. Like they went to Italy. Yeah. So he's very particular. He's a very particular gay man and we love him for it. His, I mean, his eating habits and thing remind me of Yeah. Me. Not because I'm particular, just because I'm, I'm picky more than particular, I guess I would say. Um, so we went to see him Thursday night and we went and got sushi before and we we're leaving the sushi restaurant. And we were at the corner waiting for the light to change. And I don't know. I think it was you, Ryan, who first was like, oh, that's Gary. I, he- I heard the voice. Well, I heard the venues right across the street from the sushi yeah. place. So we're getting sushi. We're, yeah, we're waiting for the light to change. And I just hear kind of like a group of ladies behind me getting a little like louder in volume. Not like crazy, but they were like, oh, da, 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 da. And then I heard a, another person talk back and I was like, that voice is so familiar. And I turned and I was like, and I think the one of the girls were like said Gary, like his name. And I was just like, oh, it's Gary. <laughs> and then I like scrub mom, I think first, because I knew she'd be like thrilled. She was thrilled. She never stays up past like 630. So the fact that she went to this show at eight o'clock at night is, you know, dedication to Gary. Um, and we were just like, oh, my God, it's Gary. And he like immediately took his phone out. And I was wondering and he had Starbucks with him and it was like eight o'clock. And I wanted to be like, are you going to be up all night? Maybe. But he does that. But yeah, so he took his phone out and he was just like, hey, is everyone going to my show? What's going on? And like, whatever. Yeah, he like posted an Insta story. But he, y- yeah. yeah, so y- you will not be able to find this Insta story now, obviously. Um, but my mother was very excited about it. I can post it because I took a video of it on my phone. <laughs> and sent it to many people. I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't even know what I think I said like the lights are slow. I don't even know. You said in New York it's faster. Oh. Through the lights. To he doesn't even live in New York, but whatever. He's from New York. From New York. Yeah. 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 As are we. I know. And he was like, I love Boston. <laughs> He's like, let's go see my marquee. Like, he's just so cute. I just love him. He was really cute and funny. And the show was fine. Like, I don't know what I expected. This is like pretty lit by the end. The so. both of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really remember everything, but, you know, at the end when it was like q and I was kind of like not paying attention as much, I would say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had a very nice time, I thought, and happy for Gary. And it was great to see him on the street. Yeah. I know. It was like, Gary, what if you need security? You're just like a tiny little And lady. mom was like, oh, don't, you know, put down your phone while you're crossing the street. Which to be, I agree with I, her. That was, you yeah. know, uh precarious situation safety hazard yeah all right um you want to talk about lisa frankenstein sure i saw the movie lisa frankenstein last friday i don't know why on the workaholics podcast one time two of the guys were talking about how in their hometown there's a place called lisa's hot dogs and they always they go lisa's hot dogs we met up at lisa's hot dogs so i always want to say lisa frankenstein in the movie her name is lisa swallows and i feel like they they don't go in depth or make any jokes about it. And I felt like maybe they got cut out or that was like a missed opportunity. Diablo Cody wrote but, this? Yes. Writer of Juno. It's funny to me. Yeah. So she, I, I feel like she's most known for writing Juno. And I, she did that young adult movie. She wrote Jennifer's Body. She has a book I like called Candy Girl about being like a stripper for a year. And I read it. Um, the fiction it or was she was a stripper sh- for a year? Not fiction. She was a stripper for a year. Oh. She like wanted to do it. This was like before she was, you know, wrote Juno or anything. But in all the commercials, it would say like from the writer of Jennifer's body. And I wondered if that was just because of the, the subject matter, those movies being similar. But I'm like, you'd think it would be Juno. No, like this is like a teen high school movie. Like, I don't know. 
But I want to say, as most people who listen to this podcast know, I, I, I have lost my faith in film a little bit. <laughs> like, I feel like every time I see a movie, I'm like, eh, whatever. And like, we did like past lives. So like, I guess maybe we're on the upswing. But I really liked Lisa Frankenstein. But I knew I would because it's very like up my alley. Um, Was it scary? Fun- no. <laughs> and I could have like watched more. Like, you know, again, I'm like always impatient. It ended and I was like, oh, it's over. Like. But that's why it was very contained, like 90 minutes, like it kind of went where you thought it would go. It was like kind of like it was a, an 80s period piece. So it was kind of like homage to things like Heather's and like Edward Scissorhands mm. and stuff like that. Um, the girl who's Lisa, who she was in Blockers, the blonde girl, and she was the daughter on Big Little Lies, yeah. Reese's daughter. I think her name is Catherine, Catherine Newton. Yeah. She's good. I like her. I love like all the looks in it i'm like oh, i gotta be her for halloween and do this like eye makeup that she does um and i just enjoyed it and lots of good 80s music in it oh really know? so yeah it starts with like the promise you know that song it's in the commercial too i think it's tears for fears and then she sings um i can't fight this feeling ario speedwagon at one point i'm like why does no one do I just want to keep on loving you, except for drive me crazy. It's, was that not in the eighties? Was that more of a nineties? I don't know, but it's a classic. But it's like everyone goes for "I can't fight this feeling." Maybe it's cheaper. I, that's true. I don't like that song that much. Me neither. That's why I was like, I wish they were doing nineteen eighty. Keep don't on loving you. Sleep. I just keep, keep on, on loving you. That's Ario, right? That's yeah, like, like air. Support. I promise you, it's so good though. It's called the Pro. Whatever. Yeah. A newfound glory covered it. Of course they did. Did you see the thing I sent you with Perry today? Yes. Yeah. That is, if you could write any song, you'd write King of Wishful Thinking. What a good answer. Great answer. She must have just watched the movie. Anyway, so if if you're interested in seeing Lisa Frankenstein, I'd recommend it or you can wait till it's like streaming. But again, I just felt like it was kind of like catered cater to me. Yeah. But yeah, not scary. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, I just want to briefly, so briefly, talk about how the JLo movie is coming out this Friday. JLo has a movie coming out on Prime. This is me. For Valentine's Yes. Day. This is me now, a love story. Um, I don't really know if it's like boats, like based on her life, but it's like about a hopeless romantic. It gets married a lot of times and like set to her music. And the director of it is a famous music video director. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, Joseph Kahn? Um, no. Hold on. Dave Myers. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. And I just want, is this on your radar? Are you going to be watching it? You talked about it on a podcast a couple of weeks ago yeah. and explained to me kind of like what it was. I do like that one song. I have to download it. I can't get it. I haven't listened to any songs. So is the album out or is it like they're both? On it. No, I think she's dropped maybe one or two singles, but it's not out that I know of. It's I'm sure it's dropping with the movie. Right, right. Um, it's not on my radar. I'm, I, I kind of want to do nothing all weekend. So maybe I'll watch it Friday night. Like, you know. Have some popcorn. I gotta go back and watch her HBO documentary that you watch one day, and that's like what actually got me back into JLo. Which one? Halftime. Oh no! What's yeah. the one? No, it, it was like on HBO, and it was about her performing. And I think her and Mark had just broken up at the end. They sing a song together on stage, and uh, a lot. And she had like just reconnected with her mom. And I was like, "This is I gotta go back and watch that." I never watched the halftime one where she doesn't win the. Globe. You should watch that. They're real big Jets fans. Her family. Oh, maybe I'll just have a, a J-Lo-a-thon weekend. J-Lo all weekend long. Even now when I hear her voice in like commercials and stuff where people talk about her and or like on red carpets, I just hear in my head, I'm muy, muy, 
excited from Selena. We've said commercials so many times this podcast, and yeah. my daughter uh, what, likes to watch YouTube videos when she's in the bath, and my husband will play that for her, but they're commercials. And I, she's picked this up from him, but every time it's commercial, she'll go, oh, commercial. Oh, uh, commercial. He was explaining her. I think because it started, she would be like, where's the song? Yeah. And he have to be like, it's a commercial. Yeah. But yeah, he, he, she did that. But now she's like, oh, commercial, commercial. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. She gets that from her great-grandfather, Tom, who hated commercials, that they got really loud. Yes. Um, You want to talk about Vanderpump? Just quickly. I kind of forget. I, I feel lately like I'm behind on like every- Same television program but then i'm like what do i watch so i caught up today on beverly hills and potomac while i was stretching before this podcast and i thought i thought it was like weeks behind no was there a new vanderpump last night i missed it then so i don't know what day it's on i think it's on today tuesdays Tuesdays. okay so it's on tonight so i only i like forgot about last week and then i think caitlin was texting us about it and then i was seeing about you know and the assistant on instagram and stuff so i watched it I don't know, before the Super Bowl, I think. And um, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'll am i watch it. It's enjoyable. I really, 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 really do not want Tom Sandoval on the show. Correct. Correct. Like, I'm just done with it. It's like, I don't want to hear from him. And then afterwards, they do, like, the after show where they, like, ask cast members. And, like, I lately I watch it because it's on Peacock and it comes on. And what else am I doing? I'm hungover on my couch. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Um, And, like, even him talking in that, like, he still takes like no blame and he's just like shits on Ariana and I'm sure it's like he says that she's like not paying him bills and she's like I'm not because he won't give me an itemized receipt of what I owe for what he's just saying oh you owe this lump sum and I don't trust him agreed I'm like yeah so it's like I don't know he just continues to shit and also I'm like I'm done like he brings nothing to the show I don't want to see his birthday party or his drama like I'm happy to follow like the women and see what's going on with them I'll check in with James Kennedy and Schwartz like I don't give a fuck but like I don't want to hear from Tom Sandoval like I don't want to hear Tom Schwartz have to go to him and be like you fucked up our business just say you're smart like in the scenes from this next episode he meets with like Lisa Vanderpump and she's like well what's going on and he's like well I see Ariana but we don't talk because we live in the same house and she's like what don't you think you should move out like what and and he gets like so defensive like what I, I think it's a great house she should just buy it from me uh, I mean I should just buy it from her like whatever yeah and she's like Tom this is of your own doing like why are you getting so mad yeah, because that was the thing. Like Ariana, because a lot of people are saying this on the show and in life, it's like, why, why doesn't, why doesn't she just move out or like he move out? Like this is horrible. But to her point, and she said, she's like, he broke this home. Like we lived in this home together. We were in a relationship. We had plans to stay together forever. Like we were talking about freezing our eggs and stuff. And then he went and broke this home. I would kick him. The- like yeah, she should kick him out. And if he says no, I own half the home. You need to get a lawyer involved. I'd get a lawyer involved. Like I don't know. It's you would think, but he's not a rational, good person that he would leave. Right. But I also know he has no money. Again, it's frustratingly similar to his situation that a friend of mine is going through. And like, it's just, I I agree with her. Like, yes, maybe the mortgage comes out of his account and the bills come out of his account. So like, but I'll change that. I don't know. Like, I think he should leave, but yeah, he, and I get he's, he's like, oh, I, I offered to buy her out and she doesn't want it. Like, if I was her, I might take that offer and go, but whatever. But but she also, she's like, why should I have to move all my shit right. out and like go? Like he's the one who fucked up and he will never ever accept that. I can't also 
we can't film at their homes anymore because I can't look at the state of their bedrooms. It's so messy. You're 40. It's so messy. I can't even look at yeah. that. I'm like. It makes me feel better though when I'm like, oh, my house is disgusting. <laughs> and I see their bedrooms and I'm like, okay, I just don't make my bed, but I'm not. I'm disgusting. like looking right now at, at my laundry and it's not yeah. even bad, but it's bad for me. So like, I can't even imagine living in their homes. I'd be like, get me out of here. I cannot walk in I this know. house. And it's not like they don't have room. Like I get you're like kind of confined to your room, but like I've lived in apartments where all my stuff was in my one room and it, it never looked like right. that. No, you put it away. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is at the end of the episode, Tom invites James Kennedy to his like birthday party at his house. And James is like, I'm just going to stop by. Obviously, he's doing it just like for the, for show. the drama, but whatever. Because Allie like waits in the car. She consistently comes across as like a nice, smart person. I what don't is know she doing do with her. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she just wants to be on TV, which like God love her. But like she just seems so sweet. She even said she's like, I don't want to go on the party because I'm friends with Ariana and I care about her and I don't want her to even like think that I would support Tom and go in right. there. And I'm like, smart. And she's like young. Like, well, she also like has an astrology business. So I, I understand. But again, maybe that's why she's with James. Right. She's like, I can live in this house for free. I can do my astrology business and get paid to be on Vanderpump. You know, it's like she's smart. Right. But so James is basically says to Tom, like, you know, I'm kind of surprised I never got like an apology from you or anything. And like now we're just kind of like, you know, you're reaching out to me. And Tom's like, yeah, I know. I've been really busy. Like, da da. And then I think James is kind of like, well, what do you think you have to apologize for or something? And James is saying to Allie and all his friends, he's like, he the ultimate betrayal, ultimate, like whatever. Um, but like, if you think about it. Quark is just staring into the camera. <laughs> Yeah, if you think he's so tired. If you think about it, Tom fucked his ex fiance. Yeah. Like that's fucked up. Like he has a right to be annoyed. And he's like, it's not like they were together. And then what Tom does to throw it in James' face, he's like, Well, when you hooked up with Kristen, and James goes, That was 10 years ago. I'm not here to talk about 10 years ago. And Tom goes, It wasn't 10 years ago. And then they show a clip of him at the reunion in 2013 oh. talking about it. And it says 10 years prior or something. That's like this on Potomac. They, she's always like, I didn't laugh. And then they showed her laughing. But it's like, and and Tom's defense is like, when I was with Kristen, we had just broken up and James hooked up with her and we were supposed to live together. Him and Raquel had been broken up for a long time. And like, he just fucked Kristen again on the show. I fuck Raquel for love. Like, it's so deluded. So like, delusion. you fucked this dude's ex fiat. They were going to get married. It wasn't just like, and who knows? Because it's all fake. And, and Sandoval like, and Kristen were like cheating on each other left and right. Like, that was not. And they were like 21. Right. Again, it doesn't excuse all of James Kennedy's past behavior because I believe Kristen in that he's probably physically abusive, which also makes me not want him to be on the show. Bravo. But like, I just say I can't listen to Tom Sandoval I know. talk. So it's like makes me not. I think that my I'm going to be soon out on Vanderpump Rules this season. I don't think I could last very long. Yeah, I think. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. I was thinking about while I was watching Beverly Hills before. If they were to say, all right, Jill, we're going to end one of these, like either one of the Real Housewives or Vanderpump, one of these franchises, like t this last, which one would you cut? Like, which one's on life support right now that you would be like, I'm I'm cutting it? Because this episode of Beverly Hills is so fucking boring. And yeah. Because like, this season almost over, this season's so boring. Like, I mean, yeah, Vanderpump, Beverly Hills. I mean, maybe even Salt Lake. Oh, yeah. Do you watch Married to Medicine? Sometimes. And Chaz isn't on anymore, right? Chaz isn't on. No. Keep Potomac. Keep Miami. Yeah. Um, don't keep Jersey. Something Get up. rid of Jersey. Um, New York, it's a wait and see. Yeah. 
I wouldn't mind if they did that casting we saw on Instagram. I would no, I would mind. Let's um Yeah. Just uh, Luann and Sonia? No, I why? All right. Okay. Um <laughs> what other cities are around? Orange County. Orange County Keep. Atlanta. Atlanta Keep. Did, they never brought back Dubai, did they? Oh yeah. Maybe. Weren't they going to do another London show where they did? Or no, Stanberry was on Dubai. Stanberry was on Dubai, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, they might have filmed it. I don't know what's going on with Dubai. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, again, not that I watched yeah. that, but I was just watching Beverly Hills and I was like. Even Southern Charm, which you don't watch, like that could go too. We don't need yeah. it. I just like, yeah, we just need to really shake up the programming, guys. And yeah. I know people really like Below Deck. I feel like keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I don't watch the, and now we're doing, you know, Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, yeah. Summer House could probably go after this season because they're all just like getting too old for it. And but did you watch the Martha's up. Vineyard one? Yeah, it was not as good. That's the thing. We keep them going too long. It's like maybe we give each of these shows like five seasons, 10 yeah. for Housewives, and then we cut them off. The Martha's Vineyard one was a little different because it was like, only maybe three weeks and they were there the whole time like summer house is like the whole summer and they go every like weekend juice. yeah so it wasn't like and they didn't really know each other so it, i don't know it wasn't really enough to get it going but uh i do think there could be and maybe will be soon a bravo reckoning i just don't think it's what bethany frankel says it is <laughs> it's gonna be like boredom or like we're over this yeah or like stop hiring jen shaw and tom sandoval and these people yeah okay um, you have Craig, Craig's and Ashland. Well, yeah. So I just want to talk about what we've been DMing each, each other in slime because we have talked a lot about, um, Allie Krieger and Ashton Harris on this podcast. So yeah. if you remember, Ashton Harris and Allie Krieger are professional soccer players, both now retired. We're on the women's national team. Very, very good players. They fell in love, got married, adopted two kids or ha- had neither of them carried, right? Adopted two kids. Adopted two kids, yep. Yeah. And got a divorce this year, which shocked the soccer world and maybe pop culture world because there was a little... And maybe Allie Krieger. Yes. There was a little scandal that maybe Ashton Harris was cheating on Allie Krieger with Sophia Bush. We don't know. Yada, yada. Hillary Burton and Ashlyn Harris have been commenting a lot in each other's Insta posts. And Ashlyn likes when Sophia's makeup artists like post pictures of her and stuff. So I think they are I, still together if they are uh, together. Oh, goodness. Anyway, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> so this weekend, two things happened on social media that we noticed. One is that their eldest daughter, Sloan, Sloan, um, what's their son's name? Ocean. 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 So like Lala. So Sloan's third birthday was this weekend, and they both both posted pictures of it, and they are both in each other's pictures. Yeah, it was. It looked like it was at like a Chuck E. Cheese. It was like a kid's party place or something. I don't think Chuck E. Cheese, but yes, like. It, at yeah. an event space. A fun station USA, if you will. No. So, <laughs> A, that's really good because they, I don't think, as, as a close personal friend of theirs, I don't think they've had much communication or seen each other since Ashen filed for divorce, surprised Allie Krieger with the divorce. But they're obviously like, because they'll both post pictures with the kids separately, so they're obviously like splitting time right. somehow. With so, A, we're happy for that. Happy for the kids. Happy they're co-parenting. co-parenting happy they could seemingly be in the same room together for their children. Yeah. surprised about it did not think that was going to happen yes we were you i think we're like oh they're in the same fo- or room together or photo together or something yeah. so the second thing do you want to say you sent it or slime sent it i sent it so there's a uh podcast 
it's like on CBS Sports. I forget what it's called, but these people they do good interviews. I don't. There's like this thing called Attacking Third. I don't know. If, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's a pod, soccer podcast, and Allie Krieger was on it, and the host was asking Allie, "Are you have you started dating? Are you ready to start dating?" And and Allie was like, yeah, I think so. And one of the other co-hosts was like, damn, Katie going right in with the questions. And she's like, well, I just know, you know, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. So I'm just curious. And she was like, yeah, I'm ready to start dating. I'm ready, you know, to put myself out there. And she said, and I think this time around, I'm not, I'm looking not just at like 50% of the population, but 100% of the population, aka saying she's open to dating multiple genders. Yes. Yeah. Which so, I was like, sick. So I don't know much of her love life before Ashlyn, if she dated guys or what the story was, but I think she might have. Now she's saying, hey, I'm I'm open to anything. And, and she's hot as fuck. She's the I bet she gets a lot of suitors. I bet a lot of guys would want her. Yeah, she's very hot. And girls. And girls, yes. But I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, um, so that was just big Krieger Harris news one at a time this weekend. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I love following what's going on in soccer, so uh, I will continue to do so. Yeah. Um, Jill, are you going to watch this new feud show? I think I asked you this in real life. I'm currently watching it. Oh, okay. It started? Yes. Three episodes. Three? Yeah. I think the fourth one comes out tomorrow. Did you watch all three? Yes. Are you enjoying it? Yes. Should I watch it? No. I won't like it? I thought the second question, I thought you were going to say, are you enjoying it? Yes. Is it good? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Isn't it good? it's not it's good it's not it'll good. never live up to like the original feud or when he did the people versus oj no even the original feud wasn't that good um in the beginning i don't know i i was talking to our dear friend caitlin this week about it and i'm just happy to see these actresses and see them together and like looking pretty and having fun do you know molly ringwald translates french novels no i learned that on lost culture in her spare time i don't i mean when she's not filming riverdale like she has time she uh is playing johnny carson's wife in it oh uh, he cheated on her oh uh, yes um it's just like it's i don't know it's boring and it's like it's very over the top and dramatic but not like soap opera you just like these characters are the episodes longer than an hour i think they might be an hour Okay, because I'm like, for longer than an hour, I'm definitely not watching. You, I don't think you'd like it. You could give it a try, but okay. I don't think you'd like it. Well, I, I still got to watch the Austin Butler Band of Brothers Oh, show. yeah, 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 yeah. There's a video of him dancing with a dog on social media on the show. I got to watch. Um. So, yes, I'm watching Feud Capote versus the Swans. Yeah, why are they the Swans? Because they're beautiful. That's what he referred to the the wealthy women socialites. He um, The whole story is that he got very famous off in cold blood the book um yeah. they made a movie about it he i just always picture him as philip seymour hoffman i know I had, yeah he skyrocketed to fame made a little bit of money not much but then once he skyrocketed fame he became yep he became very He's gay yes noted homosexual and became very good friends with all these wealthy older socialite women and then his plan was to write his next book about new york society and exposing it and he started doing that via essays to Esquire magazine. And then all the women got pissed at him and basically. Damn, like, Esquire magazine is old. It's very old. <laughs> and basically they like shut him out from society and like denied him everything. And then he like died before he could finish writing this book. Or I don't know if he ever had any plans to write the book. He became a crazy alcoholic. So we'll never Did know. Did they ever put out part of it? Like 
the just, Buccaneers just, and Edith Wharton? Just the essays, I think, that he wrote in Esquire. Oh, okay. I don't know if he's he even compiled. I mean, this sounds like utter fodder for Ryan Murphy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just a gay man with beautiful, wealthy women. like Right. It, and like his, and history in Hollywood. And, and like, writing. Yeah. 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 So, so much money, Ryan Murphy. Um, I haven't looked at the video yet, but Architectural Digest is doing a piece on one of his homes. And it's like, usually they just like oh, show up at your door and like it's a video like, hey, welcome to my home. And you walk them through. This is like a curated film with voiceovers of all the women in the Ryan Murphy show feud. I haven't watched it yet, but I know. I'm not into it. Yeah. So it's uh, whatever. I'm enjoying it. Yes. Is it good? No. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, you want to do post first or questions or song of the week? Um, we oh we could do the post. Um, that's funny you mentioned not funny. Um, because uh in 2013 in February or is it 2014? Hold on. Um. 10 years ago was when Philip Seymour Hoffman died. Yeah. So all 10 years. Yeah. So all the covers for a one full week are Philip Seymour Hoffman on the New York post. Sad. Exclusive jailhouse interview with Hoffman dealer. I could have saved him. Like it's crazy. All right. So your Marissa New York post segment, the date is Thursday, February 13th, 2014. The cover is Derek Jeter walking out of the the Yankee locker room, tapping the sign that says, I want to thank the good Lord for making me Yankee. Joe DiMaggio, 1949. Yep. Jeter, why I'm retiring. What's the headline? Uh, Jeter's last stand. By Captain. Oh. So Derek, Derek Jeter retired 10 years ago today. I was like, was he seen leaving the roof of Mariah Carey's apartment where she had some of the best sex of her life? Is that what she said? She has a song about it. With a gift bag? Because he used to give all his paramours gift bags when they left. Oh, I would love, you know what? Good. <laughs> if you're kicking me out, great. I love a gift bag. Um, two superlative questions I sent to you this week. One came up because I was listening to an, an old Evan Ross Katz podcast, which I texted you about, that Mae Martin was on. And they were talking on about the new like Scream that came out with Nev Campbell a few years ago. So I asked you, Jillian, what is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Um, we don't like scary movies. We don't like scary movies. I have said before in this podcast, I used to have a friend in grammar school and she would have a sleepover every year for her birthday. And we, Christina? Christina. And we would go to Blockbuster and they would rent a scary movie against my express desire not to. Why'd you go to the birthday? Because she's my friend. I know, FOMO. And one year we rented this movie, Milo. I can't even tell you what it was about. It was about a young boy who was like possessed. I barely watched it, but I had like nightmares about it. But recently, Parasite. Oh, yeah. I remember you. It's so funny because whenever I tell people I don't want to watch that because my sister told me it's scary to be scared. They're like, it's not scary. I'm like, well, my sister told me it's scary and I'm more scared of movies than she is. So like, no. Like once in a while, like when I go to bed, like I can still, I close my eyes and I see the scene with like the eyes. I can't, I can't do it. I can't believe that one best picture. I mean, it, it, I think it was a lot of metaphor. Not, I don't think it won for being scary. No, I don't think it won for being scary. It was, yes, it was about class and society. What it, what yeah. it represented. Yeah. And my other question to Jillian was. Oh, what was what? your scariest? I mean, I was thinking about it because when we were little, we watched Scream 3 all the time. But that's not scary. 
And I, but I was scared of it at uh. the time. But I just thought of this actually. When I lived with Kelly in Dorchester, she watched she Halloween one day, the Michael Myers, like the first one. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I came and sat and talked to her because our schedules were so different that I like almost never saw her. So I was like, oh, let's spend some QT. And um, she had it on. And I was like, oh. Love you, Kelly. I'm sure you're not listening to this. Never. I was like, I'm sure you, um, I'm sure I won't be that scared. I'll just watch a little bit. And then like, I think I was going out or something. I ended up watching like the last like 30 minutes with her and asking her questions and seeing like a young Jamie Lee Curtis that night in my bed. I was just like, I slept in the attic and like there was a door and it was kind of like, I didn't have a door for a while. So the door that they built was like very skinny and like weird. And every time I closed my eyes in that corner, I was like, Michael Myers is standing there with a mask and a knife. And I like couldn't close my eyes to like go to sleep. And I think I almost had to sleep with the light on. And I think I texted slide from downstairs was like, fucking hate Kelly. (laughs) Why I sat and watched that with her. So that's maybe not the scariest, but again, I've seen so few scary movies right. that like, you know, that, that sticks out. Um, and my next question for Jillian, which someone asked me recently, so I've been thinking about it, is what is your favorite, I, it could be musical soundtrack, but I went with Broadway musical soundtrack. So the original, it can't be co-op the musical. Because that's yours? <laughs> the Brown? No. I'm kidding. Um, I would say this is a very good question for us because we've yeah. owned many Broadway soundtracks or Broadway original cast recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, and by thinking about this today, it's nine nineteen. Oh, it was. It's probably Bye Bye Birdie. No, because we are a Bye Bye Birdie family. Our aunt Janet, who's probably listening to this, hi aunt Janet, <laughs> loves Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, she was in Bye Bye Birdie in high school. I don't know. I don't know. I thought you were going to say in Blessed Sacrament. I was like, no. no. I, I was in Bobby Birdie in the fourth grade. My 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 debut. You make it. I was like five. No, they probably didn't let second graders do it. No, I remember I sang and I, anyway, I'll tell the story after I keep going. Anyway, and I just know like every song on that original cast recording. Even, you know, the English you teacher. you to it like often? No, but I could <laughs> sing the whole thing front to back right now. So you like that better than like the last five years or Hairspray? Or wicked. Um. Yeah. Okay. Stick to your roots. So, what is yours? Rent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mostly for the like emotional nostalgia of like seeing it ten times in high school and being obsessed with it, and the music still holds up. Yeah, it does. I still want people to do either one song glory or I'll cover you reprise at my funeral, and I just love it. And like even the other day, I was singing. You know, um, how could we lose Angel? Maybe you'll see why. You know, like it just gets stuck in my head. And, and everything reverts back it. to rent, like Bustello, Modelo. Yeah. Bananas I mean, by which the Bunch. goes back to uh, uh, Love You. No, not Love You. What is it? What was the original called? What? The, the thing he based it on. It's like, it's, it's La That's La Boheme. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Everything comes back to that in Les Mis, basically. Pretty really. much. But then I'm like, so Newsies doesn't count because it was a movie. But, you know, I also love Newsies. Yeah, but Newsies, the musical songs aren't, like, great. Christian Bale singing is. I mean, the movie, but the musical songs, yeah, yeah. the ones they've no, made yeah, up yeah, yeah, are exactly. not great. I, I mean, the, the movie. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. Um, so I just did a girls rewatch. And, yeah. Um, Glad uh, you did that quickly. Yeah. I'll... <laughs> Elijah, uh, Andrew Randall's, he's trying out for the new Broadway musical White Man Can't Jump. And 
Did they ever actually make that? Or I don't know, but they, the show? they it's a goof for the show, but I'm sure they're thinking of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, what if I was just like, it's Spider-Man Into the Dark or whatever that show was called? I would be like, you know that? Um, yeah. So he is like really stressed out because his ex-boyfriend's at his house and it's a whole thing. So he's talking to this other girl at the audition and she's like, he's like, I can't go in there right now and sing Santa Fe from Newsies. <laughs> so she's like, so don't sing Santa Fe from Newsies. What does he go and sing? Let me be your star. I feel like I've seen that. He's like, I'm going to sing Let Me Be Your Star from the hit musical Bombshell from the hit show Smash. Yeah, I've seen that clip, which is good. Yeah. They tried. They put Bombshell up, right, in the city one time? Yeah, I think Tara was. Like the girls came out and sang the songs. I don't know if they like performed the whole show. I think they have, yeah. Did that show get canceled? Smash? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Before they could like finish whatever their story was? Yeah, I think so. I remember really like season one, but then they kind of fell off. As every show, you know. Yeah. Um, the song I like this week is called, oh, I forget already. <laughs> it's called, it's by Del Watergap featuring my main girl, Holly Humberstone. Oh. Um, I think it's called Cigarettes and Wine or Wine and Cigarettes. <laughs> but th- that's how well I remember. How did you come across said song? Um. It was in my Spotify Discover Weekly or Release Radar on Friday, Cigarettes and Wine, because I, I listened to a couple Dale Water Gap songs this year. Shout out to big fan Alyssa who likes them and saw them with Brian and then obviously listen to Holly Humberstone like every day. So they suggest me Holly Humberstone songs. What they want to ask you, Jill, I was, you know, how I keep hearing ads for rocket money. Yeah. Now it's like if you have all these subscriptions you don't know about and you're paying for like we'll tell you we cancel. I'm like, maybe this is just some, I can like. I don't want to say 100% guarantee, but I can almost guarantee you, I'm not paying for fucking any subscription or shit that, that I don't I'm know. Aware of. Correct. Like, do these people not check their credit card and debit? And again, this is a McGrath way of life. Like, right. This wouldn't happen to like our core five people. But like, I don't believe these commercials are like, I was spending $700 that I didn't know about. I'm like, do you just never check it? Maybe people don't check their credit card accounts. Like, I don't know. This is very uh, timely because. In the, I think the tired mom group chat, one of our friends said that her husband just sent a um, reminder to cancel Uber One. Ugh, savings. So I don't know if it was. What because- do you get with Uber One? I don't know. Yeah, because like I have Uber Eats, but I don't have a subscription. But anyway, I buy Applebee's when they bring it to me. Yeah, I'm sure some people have um, subscriptions that they forget about, or like they signed up for the trial and then it started billing them. But yeah, no, that wouldn't happen you to put us. An alert in your yeah. phone the day yeah. before. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You're Kevin Bacon. is just a random person I was thinking about today. That a we random discussed. person. It's busy Phillips. Oh, busy. Yeah. I think I was looking at her Instagram this weekend. Well, just, I'm thinking again, timely. She was just a mute mean girls, the musical, the movie. Oh, duh. With Tina Fey, who's in um, Date Night with Steve Carell, who's in Crazy Stupid Love with Kim Bacon. Nice. Very nice. Or I was going to say Blake Lively because of the Super Bowl, but I didn't have time to check my spreadsheet if we'd already done her. I don't think Let's so. The Oracle has to say about Busy. Um, I, I don't know if it was Jam Session or The Watch, but one of the regular podcasts said, oh, Blake Lively dressing like Shine at the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> That's like in the rewatchables and they're like, Shine's playing youth hockey now. Or <laughs> when we still dated Blake, that he would be Shine's godfather yeah. or a stepfather. Busy was in Spring Break Lawyer with Gary Grubbs, who's in JFK with Kevin Bacon. She was in I Don't Know How She Does It with Michelle Hurst, who's in In the Cut with Kevin Bacon. 
She's in DC League of Super Pets with Kate, Keith David, who's in Novocaine with Kevin Bacon. Um, she's in FML with Hannah Pilks, who I know from Vine, who is in The Woodsman with Kevin Bacon. Um, these aren't that fun. Anyway. Oh, she was in A Case of You with Sam Rockwell, who was in Frost Nixon with Kevin Bacon. Love you, Busy. Yep. Um, okay, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I'm going to go see if this dog will let me take him out, but he probably won't. Huh. I hope he does. He says, thanks, Jill, for um, coming to meet him three years ago today and giving him a home. No problem. <laughs> Anytime. I I gave him Ben and Jerry's dog ice cream today with peanut butter and pretzels in it. And I'm like, this is going to give him diarrhea. But so far, so good. Yeah, shortly. Well, at 3 a.m. when he wakes you up. Well, that's what I did at lunchtime. So I was like, all right, let's do it now. And then Why? Because it's his gotcha day? No, his gotcha day is three days from now. So like I said on Instagram, oh. stay tuned. There's lots <laughs> to come. Today's just the first day we met. Yes. Um, but it's not his gotcha day. That's February 16th because I couldn't bring him home for three days because he had heartworm, if you remember. I do remember. And then his birthday is May 1st, same as Carrie's shout out. So more to come. Okay, Clark. Well, I hope you don't diarrhea on Ryan's floor. No, he never has. Okay, okay Jill. See you then. See you then. <laughs>